Look for the tick on approved products. It means the radio includes DAB and DAB+. Find out more, including which stores are reopening where and when, at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio. Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. The biggest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. As Wales entered its 17-day firebreak lockdown yesterday, another 31 cases of coronavirus were reported by Public Health Wales across the Hewildar Health Board. Across the Hewildar area, Ceredigion saw seven new cases, Carmarthenshire 23 and Pembrokeshire 1. To date, 2,277 cases have been recorded across the three counties. That's 510 in Pembrokeshire, 1,566 in Carmarthenshire and 201 in Ceredigion. Across Wales, 761 cases of coronavirus were confirmed from 10,719 tests. To date, 40,253 people have been confirmed to have had the virus in Wales. The Hewildar Health Board area also reported two more deaths, bringing its total to 71 deaths to date. A key regeneration project in Haverford West has received planning permission from Pembrokeshire County Council. The Western Quayside Scheme aims to transform the town's riverside area by carrying out a major redevelopment of the former Oki White department store and revitalising the public realm. The £6.287 million development is being led by Pembrokeshire County Council. Rachel Moxie, Head of Economic Development and Regeneration, said the project addressed a long-term blight to the town. This is a physical demonstration of the County Council's commitment to promote and provide for a prosperous future for Haverford West, she said. The project aims to create a vibrant, attractive environment on the quayside with plenty of space for pedestrians, interesting and appealing shops and opportunities for businesses to invest. The Western Quayside is among several ongoing regeneration schemes being led by the County Council. Other projects include the £6 million regeneration of the South Quay site in Pembroke, a new food park at Withybush and a green infrastructure project in Haverford West. Wales First Minister Mark Drakeford has hit out at the Home Office for its lack of response to grave concerns that Penali Camp is an unsuitable place for asylum seekers. The use of the camp must end as quickly as possible, he said on Friday. Mr Drakeford was repeating the calls for Home Office intervention, which he and others have made on a number of occasions since asylum seekers arrived at the former army camp earlier this month. Residents, Pembrokeshire County Council leader David Simpson, local councillors, health chiefs and faith leaders have put out repeated pleas, along with Welsh Government Deputy First Minister Jane Hutt. Mr Drakeford said, It's unacceptable that the Home Office has repeatedly failed to address serious issues regarding living conditions at Penali Military Camp. The Welsh Government and local service providers have continually informed the Home Office of grave deficiencies in the standard of accommodation for asylum seekers. The Home Office has so far failed to act in any meaningful way. The welfare and safety of asylum seekers on site must not be compromised and the well-being of the local community must be treated as priority by the Home Office. And finally, the annual auction in aid of the Oriel Q Gallery Narbeth opened on Friday, October 23rd. Bids for this important fundraiser for the gallery can be placed online, but all the artworks on offer can be viewed at the gallery's new home at 11 Market Street, Narbeth. Following the new lockdown arrangements, the closing date for bids has now been extended to 2pm on November the 21st. 
The auction can be seen on jumblebee, that's with two e's, dot co dot uk forward slash Oriel Q Gallery Auction. Amongst the art on offer are works by Anna Marie Pacheco, Peter Paul Pietsch and Arnold Lowry, Jeff Yeomans, Elizabeth Haynes and Andrea Kelland, together with some beautiful ceramics by Joe Frowen. Hot on the heels of the auction comes the volunteer-run Gallery's Winter Open Show, supporting local artists and Oriel Q members. For more information, contact info at orielqnarbuth.co.uk. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News, with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio.
It's the script and the man who can't be moved on Pure West Radio. Good morning. If you are just waking up, it's Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone and this is Pure West Sport. Very good morning and welcome to Pure West Sport on a Saturday morning. I'm Ben Stone. Great to be with you. Uh, we've got lots to come this morning between now and 10 on our brand new show where we're going to look ahead to Haverford West County's game against the New Saints. It's a 5.15 kickoff. Fraser Watson on the show shortly to talk all about that. Bill Kahn will join us because today's a big day for former Haverford West RFC player Sam Parry on the bench for Wales as they take on France. Surely an international debut coming up for Sam later. And Bill will also speak to us about the Indoor Cricket League in Pembrokeshire, which gets going again soon. It goes from strength to strength. We'll get the details on that. And a rundown of some of the national stuff that's happening today as well. A Saturday for me is always fantasy football weekend, so I'll preview some of the Premier League matches going on. And some great music as well, as always, on Pure West Radio. Really good to have your company. Nine until ten on a Saturday morning, this is Pure West Sport. Over five million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club, our county, our community. Haverford West County AFC. At Folly Farm, you're guaranteed a fun family day out. Explore the zoo, experience the barn, have fun at the fairground, or just go and play. You get to pick your own adventure, and it's never been more affordable. With 15% off day tickets purchased in advance online, or the great value annual passes where you only have to visit more than twice to start saving. What better time to experience the excitement that a day at Folly Farm brings? Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Hey you, don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. So if you've come in off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well listen buster, you better start to move your feet. To the rockiness, rock steady beat of madness. One step beyond. 
Madness and One Step Beyond on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. It's Saturday morning and this is Pure West Sport. And at this time on the show, every week we'll be having a look at some of the latest news from the Bridge Meadow. And today, Haverford West County are in action. It's a tough away game. They go to the new Saints in the Cymru Premier and to talk about the game and to look ahead to the match which kicks off at 5.15. We've got Fraser Watson from the Western Telegraph and also part of the Pure West Sport team. He'll be back with us on Monday evening between 8 and 9 for our second half debate. But let's focus on Haverford West County right now. Hi Fraser, how are you? Not too bad, Ben. Not too bad. This is good, isn't it? Because when we spoke on Monday, uh, the First Minister had just made his announcement about the new lockdown yeah. restrictions. Uh, and we, we didn't think this game would go ahead. But the, the good news for the Bluebirds is that they are going to be playing, um, albeit a, a tough away game against uh, the New Saints today. How did that come about? Well, the ambiguity over the, the Welsh Premiership, Ben, um, rested around the, the use of professional sports teams because you've got some teams who are professional sports who are fully professional, some teams who aren't, some teams who might have a certain amount of players on contract, but not all of them. So the way they've they've managed to get around this is um, the new Saints and, and Connors Key Nomads and other teams who are full-time professional, obviously eligible to play. Teams like Halford West County, where they have contracted players, although it, it may not necessarily be their full-time job or their class as full-time professionals, if they're being paid to play, then they can be classed as professional. It has meant that some players who aren't con- contracts have had to go into short-term contracts. Mm-hmm. Halford West have done. They're very keen to get the games ahead, so they've taken that step. Other clubs aren't. Um, there'll be no penalty for them. Every every single Premier Club was consulted by the FAW to see what their intentions were, and Halford West said they intended to play if they could, and um, and then gave evidence they were in a position to play. So their game will go ahead, and then the following Saturdays, we know they've rearranged another game as well. So there'll actually only be three Premier games in these lockdown period, and it'll be a, a, tr- a a mini triangle between three teams. So I think there's a few things to come from that. One, I think it's probably good the FAW have allowed some flexibility for clubs to make those decisions and come to those decisions in their own way. Um, and, and second, it also it points at the desire that they have for West County have got to, to continue playing during this period, which I think is also a good thing. Yeah, I think it's a sensible decision. You know, they, they go to the New Saints this afternoon, we're obviously flying. They won, won seven out of eight games second last year. It's, it's a very difficult order, but you'd rather go there now um, and have, I don't want to call it a shot to nothing because once you're in a Premiership, you want to compete in every game. Mm. You know, to go there now when they perhaps got fresh legs, when they haven't played for a week and so on, as opposed to a fixture backlog at the end of the season. And that's what Chairman Rob Edwards was very keen to emphasise and spoke to me in, in midweek, that they want to avoid a fixture backlog. And by betting these games on, they may get a step ahead of the rest in terms of that. And how was the mood at the Bridge Meadow? Because it was that late Danny Williams goal, um, 94th minute equaliser against Carnarvon, which sometimes if you, if you do get a late equaliser like that, you take that positive mood into, into the next game. Uh, what, what will they take from that that one-all draw with Carnarvon, do you, do you think, Fraser? I think they'll take what they took in, in Barla Town, where they won late, is that, again, they play to the end. You know, they, they are a side which seems to be keep going and keep threatening, and, and they, they certainly doesn't seem any any problems in terms of fitness and desire and, and perhaps all the ingredients that they'll need to stay up in that well as well as many more but the core ingredients they'll need to stay up so they will be frustrated though I mean make no bones about it they're the better of the chances and they were hit by a sucker punch after 74 minutes so mm. I think the overall balance Wayne Jones would have been disappointed not to have won it but like you say getting a late equaliser does give everyone a lift it gives you that sense of momentum and 
given something to take into the new saints now so, so the new saints themselves they're they're obviously unbeaten they've won seven out of eight and they've only conceded two goals uh so far this season how, how do you think wayne jones will be approaching this one i mean you don't want to use and we almost alluded to it there that the word like a free shot but it, it's certainly a game where you, you feel the blue reds won't be under pressure because of the fact they're playing a side who, who have made such a good start what, what do you think the approach will be Oh, look, Ben, they're a quality outfit. You know, like you mentioned there, they won the first seven games with seven successive clean sheets. You know, they've got the likes of Ryan Astor at the back. They've got a quality back four. And they, they it was actually the fact that we considered it a hiccup that they drew tall in Aberystwyth Town, a game they finished with, with 10 men. They had um, Tom Holland sent off, who will be suspended for today at least. But, um, you know, it just shows the perfect form they've been in. They've also played two Europa League games this year. You know, so that's the level they're at. I think what Halford West do have up front is pace. You know, you've got Jack Wilson who's been making a brilliant impact off the bench. I would start him. Uh, I'd start the, the trio of Ben Fawcett, Jack Wilson, Danny Williams. I think Wayne may well do that. Just because when, you, when you've got pace, you can always unsettle the defence. And the new Saints defence is so organised and has been so solid. But Halfwest do have the weapons to, to, to maybe stretch. If they can get enough ball, and even if it means sitting deep at times and hitting them on the counter-attack, they do have the speed to stretch them. Mm-hmm. So I think I think you almost have to go for broke, don't you? I don't mm-hmm. I don't going to if you sit back against the new saints they've got some tremendous goal scorers you know uh, i think eventually time will tell i think uh, and pressure will tell as well so i think wayne jones will very much have a game plan or yes you need to contain them but you have to think about unsettling them as well because if you don't unsettle them they're just so strong and organized absolutely right and fraser watson from the western telegraph and part of our pure west sport team is with us as we look ahead to the game later uh, for half of west county away to the new saints and we'll continue that and we'll also uh, talk about next saturday's match because it's back on the bridge meadow with Barla town the visitors uh, we'll talk about that in just a few moments but that's after we've played an excellent song for a saturday morning this is pulp and common people on pure west radio she came from greece she had a thirst for knowledge she studied sculpture at st martin's college that's what i Smile and held my hand I went to the flagship of the show 
That's Pulp and Common People on Pure West Radio. Very good morning if you're just joining us. I'm Ben Stone and this is Pure West Sport. Between 9 and 10 on a Saturday morning, we look at the latest sporting news from across Pembrokeshire and, of course, get ready for our Monday night show, 7 until 9, sporting debate and loads of interviews as well, covering sport in Pembrokeshire and beyond. Still to come this morning, I'll be joined by Bill Kahn and I'm sure we'll have to have a word about Haverford West's very own Sam Parry, who's in the Wales squad for the Autumn International with France later on today. So more on that to come uh, when Bill joins us. But we're talking with Fraser Watson of the Western Telegraph and firmly part of our team here on Pure West Sport. We're talking about half of West County's game today, 5.15 against the New Saints. But also, Fraser, it's back on the Bridge Meadow next Saturday when Barla Town are the visitors. Of course, and that one's on scorer as well now because of the rearrangement. And you can't underestimate that. Obviously, there's a, a, so much emphasis being put on the fact at the moment there's no fans in stadiums. Everyone's losing revenue, half the West included. So that just that little boost in revenue um, from S4C to have, have these two games on. And, of course, it gives them more exposure. And at a time when the, the Pembroke public can't watch any football, so it, yeah. it, then buy into it as well so no it's it's worked out well and, and the club you, you have to praise and they've been very proactive in getting these games on and they've reaped benefits of it and finally how, how would you assess the start for, for the Bluebirds there, there does seem to be a really positive mood around the club at the moment and a pretty solid start to the new season would you say I would say so nine points from eight games look mm. They showed their ambition. Rob Edwards has come in. They've had fresh injection of, of funding. There's there's been no hiding that. They've made a glut of signings. You know, Chris uh, Jones from who's come on board from Cardiff City, and Mark Jones, who's on loan but was was so prolific for Britain Ferry Slansau last year as a striker. They've had a lot of new faces come in. Mm. Now there's there's two sides to that. You know, when you do spend that money, when you do bring in all those new signings, it, it, it's a statement. But then you then have to back it up. You know, but it isn't easy. It doesn't matter what quality they are. It isn't easy to bed all those players in quickly. You know, and and they seem to have done that. And and as we mentioned, there was the Connors Key Nomads game where they were one all at halftime, and then they were they were really overrun then in the second half. But that's probably, and then and of course, and with Penner Bob, that game ran for, away from them as well. But in every other game, they've competed well. They haven't looked out of place as a top Premier side. They've kept going to the end at times when you thought they were going to drift out of games. They've come back. I think on the whole, they'll be pleased. There's a long way to go uh, and because of the way the league structure works, if you do end up in that bottom half when the league splits at the end of the season, you're always in danger. Mm -hmm. They can't be complacent. But I think they'll be really pleased so far, not necessarily with all the results, but certainly with with how they've competed. You know, they don't look out of place. And these are the big games. These are the games that, you know, managers look forward to playing. And you you mentioned to being involved with because you mentioned the New Saints have have had Europa League football already this season. You know, yes, they're difficult games, but players will be relishing the opportunity to get a game on today, I would imagine. They have, and, you know, you can't dwell on the fact that the New Saints are a fully professional outfit and and how well they are. Like we said, Halfquists have spent a lot this summer. They have brought in a lot of players. They've been very proactive in what they've done with their social media they've they've got a lot of paid professionals that are in other areas as well and um this is why they're in the in the jd Cymru premier is to compete in games like this you look at some of the new saints results so far they've beaten flint town united 10 nil they brushed off pennabont away 4 nil they brushed off carnarvon away 4 nil and i don't think wayne jones will, will go there and settle for any kind of result like that today this is a, this is a big chance to show that half the west really are back where they belong you know and competing with the top sides 
Well, stranger things have happened. Let's keep fingers crossed for a, a good showing from the Bluebirds uh, later today. 5.15 kickoff. Let's have the West County go to the New Saints. Fraser, thank you for being with us this morning. Back on Monday uh, for the second half from 8 o'clock. We'll have some good sporting debate, no doubt, on Monday. We'll look forward to hear, hearing from you then. Thank you for being with us. Yep, look forward to it. Thank you, Ben. Pure West Radio. Man, Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know? If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James, your time has come. Who are you? I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School, and you, Charlie, are coming with me. Real-life story of self-discovery, driving, and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under seven. I've looked after my kids since they were born. Now they've got kids. I still want to look after them. I don't want them struggling to make decisions about my money or my health if I can't. So we made a lasting power of attorney. Now, if I can't speak for myself, they'll speak for me. It's a weight off for all of us, isn't it? Yes, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> lasting power of attorney. Search your voice, your decision. 15% off day tickets when bought in advance through the website? Check. Great value annual passes to ensure the fun lasts all year? Check. Award-winning zoo containing over 750 animals? Check. Jolly Barn where you can get up close to your farmyard favourites? Check. Large indoor vintage fairground? Check. A guaranteed fun family day out? Check, check and check. So what are you waiting for? Check out Folly Farm today. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. At Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock and Prendergast in Haverford West. Teas R Us. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
Sister and Breakout on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Very good morning. This is Pure West Sport. And this evening, Wales are back in action. The big rugby international season take on France in Paris. And for former Haverford West RFC player Sam Parry, it's a big night. He's on the bench for Wales and should be set for a debut. And we're going to talk about that right now with Bill Kahn, who is with us. But it's great news for Pembrokeshire and really good for Sam Parry that he's involved. There's great news for Sam and his family who are hugely supportive. And also, don't forget, we also got to say our old pal, James Cub Davis, is also back in the squad after being out for a while. So congratulations to him and his family. But with Sam, it's an exciting time because... This almost certainly will be his first cap. He's bound to be called on at some time during mm. the game. And if ever anyone deserved it, it's Sam because he's battled hard. And do you want to like best about him, Ben? Go on. A couple of years ago, when we had the we had the county junior finals, the six or seven plus eight matches all on the same day, from under eights, under sevens, right to, eight to under sixteens. And a couple of years ago, I think the Scarlets must have forgotten to send someone to present some trophies. And Sam just happened to be there watching, I think, his cousin or his nephew. And you know, he agreed to do all the presentations and made a blinking good job of it. So he's a very popular guy with me. Yeah, that's excellent. And and at twenty seven, I think so, sometimes when players are older and they and they get their first taste of action, it, it almost means a bit more to them than when they're very young. Because I, I think you know you think back to someone like George North who made his debut for Wales like at the age of seventeen. I, think I was I was there <laughs> when when they beat South Africa. I'm not saying it means more, but maybe you take it in more because you're older and you've, you've done a bit more in your career. Do you think that could be the case with Sam? It's a bit hard to say because my only Welsh representation came as a Welsh international in table tennis, so it's not quite the same. How old were you, Bill? Oh, 23 (laughs) Uh, and 24. Yeah, but I mean, he's been around a bit in the nicest way. He played for Harvard West early on in his Mm. youth days, the Scarlets as well. And then he went, of course, um, to Llandubri and then Mm. on to... Uh, the Dragons and, and spe- spent time there before going to Liberty Stadium with the Ospreys. Mm. So he's got that depth of experience. So that's great. And uh, he's a good player. I tell him he's really grown and uh, he's a very mature hooker now, no doubt about it. And it'll mean a lot to his family and friends. It would be hard for us to understand that. I know mm. Gordon Thomas is good pals with Sam's family lives in Hanford West and he was saying how chuffed his dad will be because he's been involved in rugby and all his family will take great great pride for that as will that sort of area of Hanford West as well you know it's a great thing for the county town 
So eight o'clock tonight for uh, for Wales uh, against France. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, the, the COVID rules mean there won't be anyone in the ground, but it will mean a lot to him. And and you mentioned James Davis, someone we um, we we featured back in the day, didn't we? On our on our old show, Bill, we we spoke to to Cubby. Yeah. Um, and I, and I remember him then going on um, and and doing great things in the Olympics as well. In the sevens, did he play in the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. the sevens medalist. Yeah. Because if you remember on the show, I said he'd won a bronze medal and he was very quick to say, do you mind, it's a silver medal. I tried phoning him this morning just to say, well done. But of course, all I got was that beeping noise which yeah. says it's in France. So I quickly, I'd forgotten about that, I quickly turned that off. I'll speak to him perhaps uh, sometime on the weekend, hopefully now. So yeah, great time for Pembrokeshire Rugby, that in this awkward time for everybody. At least we'll be able to cheer on a cup. You know, I know you say Whitland isn't Pembrokeshire, but for rugby it is. So well done to James as well. And Jonathan is back. We mustn't forget him. That's an old uh, discussion we used to have there about the, about the county borders, Bill. I remember us covering that many a time. <laughs> yeah, all right. For, as far as I'm concerned, Whitland cricket and rugby, <laughs> amateur boys. But it is great <laughs> to see them both both involved, and, and it will be an interesting workout for Wales tonight. Yeah, it absolutely will be, and it's going to be a tough game. I mean, if you look at the side they picked, you know, Jonathan Davis is back with Nick Tompkins in the centre, because at outside half, it's going to be a, a sort of a good battle. Tipperick is in, I'm glad to see him, and Talupi Falatel back mm. as well, so that's great. Alan Wynne, of course. Is it ever going to be a time when he's not going to be playing? He's quite remarkable. And I'm hoping that before long, Rob Evans might come back. The, the situation with Sam was he went and he helped out before in training sessions with the Welsh team. And, and Rob Evans did the same and impressed yeah. Gatland before long. He was in the squad. Yeah. So it's nice to see Sam there. And I'd love to see Rob get him back in soon. I spoke to him the other night on the telephone and uh, he never changes. And some of his tweets and his things on Facebook are hilarious. So let's hope Evans will come back soon as well. But he- I, I think for Sam, I think Sam Parry, he was involved in a Wales squad for, for training five or six years ago. So it's fantastic that, that his debut is likely to come later on this evening. And just on Alan Wynne-Jones, you're right. I mean, he's been around for so long and we interviewed him after yeah. the, the World Cup of 2011. Um, do you remember in Haverford West? Um, How could I forget he told me to shove off? It, well, it, in no uncertain terms. And you didn't argue no, with him. He, <laughs> he wasn't quite as rude as that. He was signing his book and I went along. He said, I didn't know this was part of it. And Alan Wynne Bevan, the referee who wrote the book with him, yeah. was then Alan Wynne Bevan. I, I interviewed him and then Alan Wynne Jones, who had a thing on his foot, like a plaster cast on yes. his foot. So he wanted the best of us, but he said, "Oh, I can see you're not gonna," because he was afraid that he's been he's had bad, bad press before by, by reporters who've shafted him. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. So Alan Wynne Jones is a character. still going on. Eleven years on, though, he's still playing. Amazing, still a top player, absolutely. All right, Bill, um, stay there. We're going to play a song, and then we'll be back because we need to talk about matters uh, involving the indoor cricket league. I think because yeah, we now, by now, all means. now know the lineup. So we'll do that next Saturday morning. This is Pure West Radio. Sometimes I feel like my only friend 
is the city I live in, the city of angels, lonely as I am, together we cry. I drive on the streets cause she's my companion, I walk through the hills cause she knows who I Sounding good for Saturday morning, the Red Hot Chili Peppers 
on Pure West Radio. Good morning if you're just joining us, wherever you're listening, in Pembrokeshire or beyond, you're very, very welcome to our new show, Pure West Sport, between 9 and 10 on a Saturday morning, finding plenty to talk about, even though the sporting calendar is somewhat disrupted at the moment. And we're in the company of Bill Kahn, and one thing we will talk about now in Pembrokeshire is the Indoor Cricket League, which goes from strength to strength in the county. And Bill, we're now up to nine teams taking part in this year's competition. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Johnson have come in just now, within the last sort of half an hour, confirmed they're joining us. So that'll be great. And it should be a good competition. It's going to be hard for some of the teams coming in because Nayland have got three teams and Hanford West got one. And on paper, they're stronger than the rest. But people got to go in and enjoy the experience of playing. Doesn't matter if they win or lose. I suspect Nayland will win it as per usual, Sean Hannan. Mm. Well, you, we'll make Nayland the favourites, I think. But who, who well, are some of the other sides to watch? We, we could name the other sides, couldn't we? Who, who were, who were registered now? Have the rest of us going to play now? They were a bit late confirming their sign, but I knew they'd be in. Uh, Narbath are playing. Now, if they can play a, a, a very strong representative side, they've got some talented young boys there. So that should be interesting. And then we've got Pembroke Docker coming in. There's some very keen youngsters. They've been in it before and played quite well. Uh, Handledon are coming in to join us, so that will be great. And Johnson, of course, we've said. And, of course, Fraser Watson's uh, team, he's secretary there. He plays the odd game. You're not good between me and you. <laughs> uh, Fan Rian. Yes. So, I'm only kidding, Fraser. He'll get upset by that. Um, but that, that's going to be nine teams, so there'll be lots of games. And they're playing at the new hub, the Nayland Hub, the Sports Hub. It's a stunning, stunning facility, Ben. It's massive. Mm. And that will be the home, I hope, of Pembrokeshire indoor cricket and training for clubs mm. uh, for the long-term future. Um, the, the, the Indoor League is organised by Peter Davis, known all as Jack. He's so enthusiastic. And he's helped by Martin Jones. Both of them have been on, the, on our interviews before and we'll be on again Peter does the organisation, Martin has done the sort of health implications, mm. the risk assessments, he works for, for Parish County Council in that role so uh, it's all systems go buddy So why, why do you think the Indoor Cricket League has kind of gone from strength to strength really because I remember you know over the years it, it was really popular, we produced some excellent sides in Pembrokeshire what is it about the indoor format that catches on each year because I know you enjoy watching it a lot don't you Bill? Well, I enjoyed playing it. When it started out, I played in the first ever year and there were three divisions, North, South and Central. And I, I was in the Pembroke team that we won the uh, South um, fighting matches. There were about seven teams, eight teams in that. And in the playoffs then, we lost to Harvard West and Narbus were the other good side in that. And then it fell by the wayside. And up until three, two years ago, there was almost doubt whether it was worth continuing. But Peter Davis took over from Wendy Bradshaw, who'd been inspirational. Mm-hmm. And now... It's coming back. Gordon made a sort of throwaway remark on our show last Monday about, yeah, people are coming in now because there's been no cricket, blah, blah, blah. And to a degree, he's right. But people want to come back in now because mm. they want to play some cricket. And if things go well after the lockdown, they're hoping to start either the 16th or the 23rd of November. Mm-hmm. And to finish it by cricket, it'll mean it's Monday nights, which means I'll miss it because we've got our show on and we're live. But I'll still keep in touch and provide all the reports mm. for the for us and for my website, pembrokeshiresport.co.uk. And uh, on the games, there'll be occasional uh, weeks. We'll be on a Sunday and I'll go to Rose and watch. And your message is we can't really look beyond Nayland? No, not at all. Avid West will have a decent side now, but Nayland, that side is 
the best in Wales by some distance. And they were in the final. If you saw it from, they were in the finals um, mm. this year. I think they were at Edgbaston rather than Lowe's and did, and can play. They're in the, so they're in the top four in Great Britain again this year. Mm. Okay. They, they're some side indoors yeah. and outdoors. They are some side. And it's great for Pembrokeshire cricket that they are so strong. You know, amazing. And it's up to the clubs to try and match them. That's what it's all about. Yeah, no, indeed. Okay, uh, we'll look forward to that. We'll be we'll be talking about the indoor cricket league both on a Saturday morning and on our um, Monday show between seven and nine. Uh, we're back again for our second show on Monday evening. Um, from, from eight, we do the the second half where we'll be debating some issues. And we've got some good topics lined up for this week. But between seven and eight. Uh, Bill, yourself, Fraser and Gordon um, interview various different sporting guests from across the county. And we've got some good ones lined up for this week, haven't we? Yeah, there's a thematic approach to it this week, Ben. There's a lot of people in Pembrokeshire missing their sport. But there's some people who are having enormous stresses put on because they're, they're, either their clubs or their businesses are struggling. I mean, fin- uh, Fraser talks to Finton Godkin. What a great name. And Finton is in charge of uh, Muck Adventures, M-W-K. And it's a company that provides way out, wacky sort of competitions, wading through bogs, running over all sorts of things, through nettles, through water. It's a, it's a, a real course for he men and women. And people love that. So, And that's, you know, having to hang around at the moment. They're planning events for next year. Gordon is talking to um, Graham Brockway, who, of course, is one of the best-known uh, sort of martial arts boxing people in, in Great Britain, let alone in Pembrokeshire. And he's talking about the effects that has on um, Merlin's Bridge Amateur Boxing Club. And I'm talking to Chris O'Sullivan, who started up S7. I mean, that's the measure. And it took four and a half years to get that through planning and building and all the loans and things. He started six months. He's had an immense, immense uh, sort of... Uh, enjoyment from people who've joined the club then it gets knocked back again uh he started with the lockdown he started again and now he stopped again and it must be heartbreaking i feel sorry for him for the people he employs a lot of his family work there and when i was in there on monday talking to him he uh, sorry thursday talking to him people were coming out from their training and saying thanks for that to his young nephew who's on the desk that was amazing thank you so much because they provide classes so it's blinking hard work so all mm. three are going to make are they I've listened to them all three they're fantastic interviews and you'll hear those on Pure West Radio on Monday evening between seven yeah, yeah. and eight we'll look forward to that um, and then of course mate we'll be we'll be doing the second half and we'll get some good debate on and that means I will be missing the first half of Burnley against Tottenham um, which is a shame but I'll, I'll be able to catch up on Gareth Bale hopefully making his Premier League debut for Tottenham played well on Thursday in Europe, actually. Gareth who? Gareth who? <laughs> great Well, oh, that's signing. the one that gets paid £650,000 a week signing. for. <laughs> it's good to see him back. And it's good to have you back on as well. Nice to be back Thank on you. the radio with you, uh, Bill. So uh, hopefully we get a hand for West County win against the New Saints. Yes. Five fifteen. 15 yeah. tough game, tough game. But, uh, oh, massive, massive. Yeah, fingers crossed for a good showing. Uh, and Bill, you have a good sporting weekend. And you have a lovely... I've been on doing my things on my website. I'm saying, have a good sporting non-weekend. <laughs> but that, it is a football, and it'll come back soon. I hope it'll come back soon. So everyone keep their chin up. That's all they can do. You Thank keep you. yours up as well. It's lovely to see my little friend again. <laughs> Thanks for being with us, Bill.
Jesus and in a smile on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone. Our Saturday morning show here every week between 9 and 10. We have got Guinness Six Nations rugby later. Ireland play Italy in the 3.30 start. That's ahead of France, Wales, the Autumn International in Paris at 10 past 8. And well done to the Scarlets last night. They were winners in the Pro 14 10-3 away to Benetton last night. In football, a busy weekend in the Premier League. It started last night as Patrick Bamford, who I took out of my fantasy football team, scored a hat-trick as Leeds ended Aston Villa's dream start to the season. 3-0 Leeds won at Villa Park last night and that was a really good performance from Marco Bielsa's side. In the Premier League today, four games starting at 12.30 with West Ham hosting Manchester City. Sergio Aguero returns for Manchester City in the squad for that one. Fulham Palace, a London derby at three and you feel there'll be goals in the Manchester United and Chelsea match that kicks off at Old Trafford at 5.30. Both sides looking pretty good going forward, but also leaky defensively, so that should be a good game. Uh, Mo Salah is my fantasy football captain this week. Uh, Liverpool, Sheffield United at Anfield is the late kick-off today. That's at 8 o'clock. Looking ahead to tomorrow, well, three more matches. Southampton play Everton at 2. Wolves take on Newcastle at 4.30 and the final game tomorrow is the 7.15 match between Arsenal and Leicester and the Premier League weekend wraps up on Monday Brighton West Brom is at 5.30 on Monday and Gareth Bale's Tottenham take on Burnley at uh, 8 o'clock as well so a full weekend of Premier League football games as well today for uh, Swansea City and for Cardiff, Swansea away to Bristol City and Cardiff host Middlesbrough. Frank Talking is coming up next and that's after the latest news for Pembrokeshire at 10 o'clock. Have a brilliant Saturday. I'm broke but I'm happy I'm poor but I'm kind I'm short but I'm healthy 